In this Edgar podcast, we talk to Lilian Cambray from Belgium, a golfer who has beaten the odds, who encourages new players with disability into the game, and is a great friend to have on the fairways. Lillian Cambray sits on the terrace at the golf course at Villa Sol on the Algarve, leisurely drinking a coffee before making her final preparations for her first round in the Edgar Algarve Open in late November 2023. This bright and friendly woman who lives in Lille in Belgium smiles and chats with her fellow players. Her politeness belies at first the adventurous spirit that has long been within her and later the courage she's had to draw upon in recent years. In 2017, she was hit by a truck which severely damaged her left leg. The other G4D, Golf for the Disabled, players who are here for the tournament clearly respect her and enjoy talking to Lillian. Meanwhile, these fellow travellers might not realise it, but Lillian is an adventurous traveller of the highest rank, a true globetrotter, of which more later... While with a golf club in her hand, she is also a force to be reckoned with, again more later. Although you couldn't have a more welcoming playing partner out there. That is another very important thing, she tells us. We must enjoy it. That's what we are here for. Today on the terrace at Villa Sol, Lillian has got up early, as is her normal routine, because six years after her accident, she needs a little time to prepare her body for the rigours of tournament day. Work is needed on her left leg to get going. Lots of stretches before the actual practice on her long and short game, so she is ready to play well. And, crucially, the licorice drops are ready in her golf bag. Again, more later. When I presume to ask her if she can win the tournament, she laughs and says, We will see, but with a modest shake of the head. It is actually the second time she is competing in Portugal in an Edgar tournament. The last time at Pinhal Villamora, she won the Stableford by a shot, so why not again? Lillian says she is not here with winning first and foremost in her mind, but also to help raise awareness for other people with an injury, to show them that they too can enjoy a healthy activity. Everything else about playing Edgar G4D events is also satisfying. She loves meeting fellow players and is always impressed by their will to play well on the course but also have a great time as friends and fellow travellers after the round. This serves to remind her that the accident with the truck could have been so much worse. The spirit here, it gives you energy, says Lillian. Meeting up in something we all love. When I see the other people it helps a lot to to mm. reflect and to uh, to say okay this is minor if i see the other yes. with all the empathies and all the and like the the ones who are with paragolf mm-hmm. uh, how much effort they have to put mm. so i'm i'm the yeah. lucky one it helps and motivates you mm-hmm. to okay you need courage and you need to work but Always, the doctor in in Leuven. I said, okay, I had so many things I wanted to do, uh, and he, I remember, he said, you can do everything in life you want. Mm-hmm. It takes a little more time, a lot of effort, and you can do whatever you like. Yeah. And it it's true. 
Lillian had always been a sporty person. Growing up, she was figure skating, playing ice hockey and also dressage on the horse in her early 20s. The accident never took away her enjoyment of life, but she is aware that if her injuries had been worse, she may have needed more help to get back to life. She tells us that too many people become isolated because of a disability and agrees that golf is a wonderful way of socialising. It's not all about competing, but getting out there to a golf club putting, chipping, learning a new game while making new friends. But as our chat progresses, we are itching to ask more about her sense of adventure. This became apparent, she explains, after meeting her husband, Jan, in her early 30s. They first travelled out to Peru for a holiday before cycling for a year in South America. It was then the pair really acquired their wanderlust, which would lead in 2003 to the adventure of a lifetime. Jan would suddenly put on hold his job in the sawmill in Lille. Lilianne was a secretary at the courthouse in Arendonk near the Dutch border. Because of high unemployment in the early 2000s in Belgium, the government offered public employees three-year sabbaticals from their jobs. The only slight downside was that the €300 Euros per month state contribution wasn't that much to live on. Unless, of course, you invested in a round-the-world air ticket, purchased a tent and a cooking stove and got on your bike, which is exactly what Jan and Lillian did for the next three years. The plucky couple first flew to New York, ready to cycle as much of each country they landed in before flying onwards. From New York along the Appalachian Trail before heading up to Alaska, to cycle along the Rockies down to New Mexico, before flying to Colombia and Brazil then all the way southwards and across to Easter Island, New Zealand and Australia. Next on the schedule was to cycle the ancient Silk Road, the trade route which connects southern Europe and Africa to the Far East, but the tsunami hit in 2004, of course. But because Indonesia and, and the south of Thailand was all flooded, uh, you couldn't do so it. we had to fly up to uh, Chiang Mai mm -hmm. in Thailand and then we cycled... Uh, the north of uh, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, mm. Mm. Uh, go to Burma, all the way to Beijing. At that time, three years were over and we've seen so many things. We've okay. seen the Niagara Falls, we crossed the Rocky Mountains, we did the Andes and then going to China. And I was fed up with the mountains. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I said to my husband, not the Andes, huh? I'm not going to cross <laughs> the Andes. It was 2006 and they had cycled for three years. It was time to go home. Yeah. And now I, I said, you know, I want to make the trip again, but then golf courses. At an evening party back home for fellow cyclists in 2009, one of the groups started talking enthusiastically about golf and Lillian thought this might be a good game for her. She had some golf lessons and took to it well and it fueled her competitive streak. She then joined golf club Witbos, which means White Woods, in Nordovic, which was the home club of tour golfer Thomas Peters. The club was started in 1965 by British soldiers and is unusual in having 13 holes. Witbos became a home from home for Lillian and she was enjoying regular competition with the other members for the first time. The accident happened in 2017 when they were on holiday in Iceland. Walking along a street near the docks, she was hit on one side by an oncoming truck and knocked under one of the wheels, crushing her left leg as the driver hit the brakes. That the truck was a single wheel model, having no load in the late afternoon, and was being driven slowly, all contributed to Lillian's survival. Yeah, I fell 
and the knee run over the leg. Mm. So, uh, mm. and the first thing when I came out of surgery, uh, you know, I was feeling if I still had mm. legs. And then the first question I asked the nurse was, can I still play golf? <laughs> and she said carefully, I think so. Uh, after 10 days, they brought me to Belgium and then the university hospital in, in Leuven for two months. Mm -hmm. And they constructed the leg again. But of course, the, the foot is blocked, the ankle is shattered, uh, muscles are cut, but mm -hmm. I have the leg, so... Uh, Remarkable that almost the first question in recovery to the nurse was, will I be able to play golf again? The nurse cautiously answered that she thought there was a good chance of this. Very soon in the rehabilitation ward, Lillian asked for the putter and the three golf balls. I would stand with my back balanced on the bed and put the balls, and then I would have to walk after them to do it again. I was in the rehab, there was therapy, and I said, give me my putter and three mm. balls, and I put myself to the bed that I couldn't fall, mm -hmm. and I was putting oh, in the room, and when the three balls were gone, you, you know, I had to take steps nice. so to get them back, and that was my uh, exercise, mm. and it worked. My regular golf buddy, he visits me lots of times in the rehab center, talks about golf, and he thinks it's amazing that I have the will to be here mm. and to compete and and, also, my twin sister, she, she says, the energy you put in, the will to get somewhere, mm. and the encouragement mm. I have from all the family, and, and especially in, in our golf club, they really, I, people find amazing that uh, to compete abroad and, and the world, uh, mm. yeah, they find it amazing, but yeah, I want to get better. Mm. <laughs> The Icelandic surgeons saved her leg before she spent three months in hospital back home in Leuven and then two months in a rehab clinic in Turnout. She thanks her husband Jan, members of her family including her twin sister Chris and a great golfing friend for keeping her going, visiting her in hospital. It was a tough few months, 30 times she had to go under general anaesthetic for surgery to rebuild her leg. Lillian would learn at hospital back home in Belgium that there was every chance the surgeons would have been forced to amputate there. The surgeons who treated her in Iceland were well used to saving legs in complex procedures as so many fishermen came in with similar injuries. One of Lillian's rewards was when she was fit enough she was invited by Belgium's Ryder Cup star Thomas Peters to watch the Belgian knockout on the DP World Tour in 2018 at Rinkven Golf Club near Antwerp. She remembers chatting with Thomas and later England's Chris Wood in the Players' Lounge about their playing the game at the highest level. The Belgian Golf Federation and Golf Landeren have been supporters, including providing coaching sessions for Lillian and other G4D players. She returns the favour and has been to a rehab centre called To Walk Again at Herentals Regional Hospital to encourage others with bad injuries that there is always hope to get back to some activity and that inclusive golf formats, indoors or outside, can have a transforming effect. Lillian herself will use a buggy on the course when playing competitions, but if she encounters a relatively flat course, she is also happy to walk nine holes or so and play the game. The legacy of being hit by the truck plays a part in every day of Lillian's life now. When she gets up in the morning, she must do lymph draining on the leg for one hour to boost the circulation, a task she also must do every evening. 
The rehab continues six years on. Lillian has a session with a physical exercise coach three times a week and once a week she goes to Aqua Gym to train in water with less resistance to her muscles. When golfing, arriving at the course she always takes her time to perform a series of stretches on her legs but also her arms and back to help her move freely when hitting the shots. Then she starts practicing with her wedges, five shots. Then four, five and six iron again, five shots through every club in the bag, finishing with chipping and putting on the practice green. Having been pleased with her golfing progress before the accident, her leg injury has limited her freedom of movement in the swing, particularly through impact where previously she would have driven harder and longer against the left leg and into her follow-through. About 50 metres less is her summation about her shorter driving distance, hence all her work to improve her skill and accuracy on the practice range. Lillian has won Edgar tournaments in Portugal and Bavaria and she was in the Belgium team which won the Nations Cup as part of the EGA's European Team Championship in 2022. She has been Belgium's women's national champion for two successive years and she is looking forward to playing in the European team in the Cairns Cup next year in America. Lillian plays three times a week on Monday, Wednesday and Friday at Whitboss and will practice carefully on Tuesday and Thursday. Now that she is retired, she says she loves meeting friends at the club, but she also has lots of other interests outside of golf. Husband Jan was never a convert to the game. He believes in great walks unspoiled, without a golf club in the hand, recently completing the 2,500km Camino de Santiago Pilgrims Trail and, on retiring next year from the sawmill, he will walk again from his home all the way to Rome, which is another 2,500km trek. Just before her second round at Villa Sol, her first round in the Stableford of 33 points had put her in with a chance of winning, Lillian was offering around the licorice drops on the club terrace, as some of us were unfamiliar with these, including the added salt variety. Very good for the hot weather, Lillian advised, although it wasn't too hot by Algarve standards in late November. Everyone was really enjoying the temperature. Teeing off in groups of three, Lillian played in the tournament with Alessandra Donati, Gregorio Guglielminetti and Joachim Holzner of Italy and Declan Burns of Ireland. Four players with a range of impairments who nevertheless all compete with intensity on the fairways. We share so much fun and get to know each other and understand, says Lillian. The second round was underway and four hours or so later this writer checked the leaderboard to see the name Lillian Cambrai at the top. She was the winner. Lillian had come to enjoy herself and meet the fellow players, but she'd also won the event for the Stableford. There is an old sporting theory, nice guys don't win. Well, whether it was her preparation, her careful practice, the smiles she shared with her fellow players, her own intense focus that was in evidence from the rehab ward in 2017 to the first tee in November 2023, or maybe the salted licorice drops, but Lillian had disproved that theory once and for all. Nice people can win. This Edgar podcast was written and narrated by Ben Evans and the sound production was by Martin Maynard of Sounds Good. You can find more stories of people with a disability thriving through golf in the profiles section of the Edgar website at edgargolf.com and you can contact members of our team through the website.